Welcome back to another K Dog and Fish podcast. I'm Fish. K Dog. And this week's discussion is all about that beautiful, sexy bastard, Thor. He is one sweet piece of man candy. I'm not going to lie. Chris, it's not necessarily a Chris Hemsworth uh, podcast, although he plays the main character of Thor. This is really about we just did our YouTube movie review of Thor Love and Thunder, the mm-hmm. brand new Thor movie. Mm-hmm. And we thought, why not expand on that and do an entire podcast dedicated to Thor? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just happens to be played by Chris Hemsworth. Gotcha. So right. who I believe is perfect for the role. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Who else would you have? Exactly. There's well, no that, I actually have some info, and I didn't know this okay. about people that th- were in the running. Gotcha. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. Thor, of course, part of Marvel, part of the MCU, mm-hmm. in the original, obviously Marvel Comics, and then one of the main characters for the Avengers. Gotcha. So he had to have his own setup film mm-hmm. before Avengers. So back in 2011. Now. One thing that you and I have talked about endlessly on other podcasts Mm -hmm. was that we love how Marvel chose basically unknown or known, but very underrated or under the radar actors to play these superheroes with the exception of Robert Downey Jr. Who is actually super famous, but on a comeback. Yeah, he he wasn't. Yeah, he was pretty much out. Yeah, he was. He in, was out. Yeah, yeah so, he had yeah. a lot of trouble, yeah. and that role reshaped his career. Right. But with the rest of the Avengers, you're talking about like Chris Hemsworth had like very little credits mm-hmm. before being chosen for Thor. He did a bunch of Australian TV, mm-hmm. very little USA credits before landing Thor. Mm-hmm. I actually remember the first thing I ever saw him in was the first Star Trek movie. Okay. In 2009, he actually plays, it's right at the beginning, and it's Captain Kirk's father, and he's commanding uh, one of the space ships in the Enterprise and, hmm. and, and goes down. Then it's grown-up Chris Pine riding a motorcycle on his way to the Academy or whatever. Gotcha, right? gotcha, gotcha. So there's that bit of a backstory about his family, mm-hmm. and Chris Hemsworth plays his dad. All right. So that was like the first thing I ever saw. I enjoyed those Star Trek. Chris Hemsworth and yeah, they were good. He did a good job. J. J. It was J.J. Abrams. Yeah, because he yeah. did a good job. Yeah. So now I did see him in one movie you're going to maybe remember. Mm-hmm. There was a 2009 film called A Perfect Getaway with Steve Zahn and Timothy Oliphant. Mila oh, I do remember Javovich. that. Movie. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, two pairs of cu- like two couples are on a Hawaiian vacation and discover that psychopaths are stalking and murdering tourists on the island. And they weren't sure, like second guessing whether the couple with them was the killers or right. helping them. Like it was a cool little. Yeah, I remember that movie. Thriller. I don't remember Chris Hemsworth in it. Exactly. So yeah. he was like sixth banana mm-hmm. and plays a character named Kale. So yeah, I don't even remember him being in it, but no. he was uh he was in that and then in 2010, so right before Thor, another American film called Cash with Sean Bean from Game of Thrones. Hmm. Also never seen it. Never heard of that so either. So basically an unknown. I like Sean Bean. When he got Thor. Yeah, I like Sean Bean too. Yeah. There's a joke going around and and pop culture lovers who are listening to this podcast will love this. Uh, I think Sean Bean holds the record in Hollywood for the most on-screen deaths. Really? <laughs> he plays a bad guy a yeah. lot. Yeah. And even when he plays a hero like in Game of Thrones, yeah. dead. Still dead? Yeah, on-screen yeah. death. On-screen death. I th- I'm pretty sure he holds the record. <laughs> We're just going to kill you a lot. <laughs> a lot. Sorry, yeah. but Then came Thor, the first Thor. They are casting it. Mm-hmm. And it actually came down to, I'll get into some other actors that were up for it, mm-hmm. but the final choices were Chris or his younger brother, Liam okay. Hemsworth. Gotcha. So imagine like you're, you're down to it and they're going to choose a Hemsworth. Yeah. And it's which, which, which one is it going to be? Oh man. That'd be hilarious at Christmas. Yeah. Hey, did you, yeah. did you get, uh, did you get the role? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get me? Yeah. What'd you oh, get for me? Christmas? Yeah, for Christmas. What'd you get me? You know? Got your sweater. What'd you get me? A car. A car. I got your Porsche. My, Thor- 
I my got Thor it money. My Thor money. My Thor money. Got your Porsche. <laughs> thanks. Thanks yeah. for thanks for the sweater. Thanks for rubbing it in. Yeah. So the it was really uh, cool that it kind of came down to the two of them. Mm-hmm. And Chris Hemsworth was saying it was kind of funny that they came all the way over from Australia and ended up battling against each other for this role. That is funny. But some of the people who are rumored to be in the in the first store, and again. When you sign up for one of these movies that are setting up the Avengers, right. you know you're signing in for a long haul. So it's a nice big yeah. payday too, right? Unless you suck. Well, unless or you yeah. haggle. Yeah. Like what's his face from uh Oh, right. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah, it's like, "No, you're going to pay me." And it's like, "No, I'm going to call Don Cheadle." <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> didn't go well yeah. for him. I mean, it went fine for Terrence Howard. I mean, he did fine, but I'm just saying, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, but you, you you didn't win out like or yeah. uh Ed Norton was actually the original Hulk in the MCU and then was replaced by Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess it it has happened where you didn't sign on for the long haul, but yeah. Thor is Well, Banner played uh Hulk too. Yeah, that wasn't MCU though. Oh, true. Okay. The Ed right. Norton is technically the second film after Iron Man. Okay. So it's it's technically part of the MCU. All right. I barely remember it, but okay. All right. It was okay. I actually yeah. shot some of those scenes here in Muskoka. Yeah, that's right. In Gravenhurst. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah we met right. the one of the producers. That's right. Yeah. Uh Gail Ann Hurd, for all of you Walking Dead fans. She's one of the showrunners on The Walking Dead. She was one of the producers on the incredible hulk uh 2009 film with ed norton mm-hmm. shot scenes here and she was also a producer on a film you and i love called dead men on campus there you go all right just <laughs> all right a little fun fact little fun facts right there all right so the first store film 2011 was a budget of 150 million mm-hmm. but we're talking about the fourth film and now in the mcu uh, setting up for Avengers that would come out the next year. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me the budget is up there. And domestically did okay, 181. Mm-hmm. And then worldwide though, 449 million. Mm-hmm. So not not too bad. As far as like Marvels and Avenger films go, once they hit Avengers, right. then it was billions. And then you're in the all billions. the time. Now and you're in the every billions. movie's making a billion. So anyway, actors that were uh, rumored or actually auditioned for the role of Thor before Chris Hemsworth got it mm-hmm. and stole it from his little brother, Brad Pitt. I knew they were going to. Yeah. But I don't yeah. see it. No, no I don't no, see no, it. No. Channing Tatum. Of course. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no. For all of our WWE fans, uh, Paul Levesque, who is actually Triple H. Oh, the could, real name of Triple H. Could not see that. That would be horrible. That would be awful. But yeah. I mean, you're looking for giant yeah you know big tall dudes with blonde hair gotcha daniel craig was actually first choice Hmm. which is kind of weird that is weird uh charlie hunnam right which we know is jacks from sons of anarchy Anarchy. not big enough uh tom hiddleston who ended up getting loki okay was also considered Mm mm-hmm Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood. Well, you gotta have Skarsgård. You in there. gotta have a Skarsgård. He's tried out for everything. And his dad yeah. was actually in the movie. He was. Yeah. He, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. He was, was in the, pro- the professor. Yeah. Yeah. Liam Hemsworth, as we mentioned, and one actor that you really like is Joel Kinnam- Kinnaman. Oh yeah. Who from what's the murder mystery show uh, that the, we both the like? Killing. The Killing. Oh, it's so good. He and, played uh, uh, Flag in Suicide Squad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So ended up in a comic book hero yeah. movie. Yeah, the killing was, is so good. We should wasn't met. he also in the in RoboCop the remake? He was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then finally, Chris Hemsworth got the part. Right, but he had to like jack up because he was pretty skinny, super right. tall, mm-hmm. and obviously devilishly handsome. Yeah, he's got that going for him. Uh, but he had to bulk up to play mm-hmm. Thor, and he yeah. bulked up so much there was a. I guess they had done a screen test fitting. Mm-hmm. And by the time they actually were shooting, uh, everything was cutting off the circulation. They actually had to make it bigger. There you go. Right. <laughs> As you could tell. Yeah. Every time he does a Thor film. Yeah. He gets bigger. Yeah. Like he is huge. He jacks it out. Let's go. Yeah. Got a little egg white omelets going there. Now for the role of Loki, we know Tom Hiddleston, uh, who's actually perfect casting. Mm hmm. He is amazing at Loki. That's why they also did the Loki series for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And he's died about 17 times as Loki in all the Marvel films. Yeah. But he's 
insanely funny and like a trick like he yeah. just plays that role so well he's the like sean trickster. bean of the marvel universe <laughs> yeah. there you go there that you was go. clever we're just going to continuously kill you in every movie and every series but the uh, uh somebody who's considered early on for loki was charlie cox who ended up playing daredevil in the marvel daredevil series which they're now reprising. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was before it joined the MCU and Disney Plus. It was on Netflix, mm-hmm. Daredevil. We get a cameo by Charlie Cox of Daredevil in Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. And now we just learned through San Diego Comic-Con Marvel panel mm-hmm. that Charlie Cox will have an 18 episode, I think, Disney Plus series bringing Daredevil into the MCU more. Right. Now, before they had even thought of doing like the MCU, somebody had thought of doing a thor movie in the 90s and jim carrey was thought to play loki i could maybe see it you know yeah, that's I why mean, i can't the riddler I, that's why I, could, I can't see him playing thor not not um yeah not hiddleston playing thor right yeah because loki's slimy right yeah kind of a slimy little weasel yeah and that's like tough but skinny yeah, but skinny yeah. and kind of just you know yeah yeah he's kind of you know gonna sell you the undercoating when you get your car you know like that's what he you know but i yeah. can't see him as as thor i could i see him as loki well that's the problem that's that's the problem with these podcasts now we just see these actors yeah and you can't even uh, imagine anybody else playing it out of everyone we talked about mm-hmm. i don't think i think that they made the right choice right. chris hemsworth is thor yeah i mean we get into more of his comedic stuff with thor later when it comes to ragnarok right but i actually thought in the first movie there was and actually i i just showed my son all of the marvel films in chronological order Mm -hmm. last year right to get ready for spider-man and when we got to thor there's one scene in a diner right in new mexico Mm -hmm. he's having coffee for the first time right and he's what is this magical elixir right <laughs> and uh and then he does something very viking-esque and he finishes it and he slams the coffee cup on the ground and goes another yeah <laughs> and it's really funny right like his timing even then in in the 2011 right thor film i thought he has those moments yeah i totally remember that scene it's yeah. very highlight like it it gets more when we get into he gets more comfortable in the films and Mm. there's a lot more jokes gotcha but he you can tell chris hemsworth is funny yeah i just watched for my research a seven minute youtube refresher course on thor however i don't think i have enough of the plot in my brain right now to do it justice i think i'll forget some major basically he got in trouble he got in trouble yeah yeah. he got banished dad yeah aka odin yeah took his hammer away right molnir right which is his Thor's weapon from the comics. Right. And it gets sent to earth mm-hmm. because and it was discovered by, I think shield and agent Coulson. Mm-hmm. And they end up building like a testing center around it. Gotcha. Because uh, they didn't know what it was mm-hmm. and nobody could lift it. Right. And then that's what gets Jane Foster involved. She's a scientist mm-hmm. and stones, uh scars guard. And then cat, uh cat dennings i think her name is she was on two broke girls yeah she plays um, she, she's amusing she's so funny yeah yeah uh natalie portman's assistant right it's introducing us to thor so you're right. introducing us to odin loki asgard mm-hmm. and the bifrost and hemdal yeah and then thor coming to earth for the first time yeah he and- obviously came to earth to find his hammer yeah Anybody see my hammer? There's a joke in there. There's a definite joke in there. But he did lose his powers too, right? Because his powers are through the hammer. Yeah. So he was powerless, basically. I mean, that plot point becomes a little thin as we get into into Love and Thunder. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Actually, do you know who, uh, of course, Anthony Hopkins plays Odin, which I thought was a great choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you know who is rumored to play Odin? No. Mel Gibson really how would that have gone Uh, horribly (laughs) (laughs) i believe too this is the first movie that introduces clint barton as hawkeye with jeremy renner okay into the mcu like each each marvel movie to like keep building the team will Mm -hmm. keep giving you 
a little sneak peeks, but they actually do it in such a clever, slower way. Mm-hmm. Then let's say the Justice League did with Batman versus Superman was like, well, here's Cyborg and, and Aquaman yeah. and Wonder Woman and Flash and yeah. who else did we forget? We got to do Justice League. Yeah, it's because it was a dumpster fire. Yeah. And it was just like, let's <laughs> let's let's wrap. We got we to catch up to Marvel. We got to wrap. So we're going to catch up to Marvel with one movie because we're all geniuses. Yeah. And didn't work. No. Sorry, guys. Because I think Iron Man 2 also introduced Black Widow. Like mm-hmm. they, they did it very slow. Yeah. So Thor gave us our first appearance of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And there's also uh, we have Nick Fury has a good role with Thor mm-hmm. and um, Agent Coulson. And yeah, I really I don't mind the first Thor film. Yeah. And I think, too, as we're talking since this podcast is completely about Thor, mm-hmm. we'll, t- we'll definitely maybe rank our favorite Thor films uh, at the end of this podcast yeah. for anyone listening. Natalie uh, Portman actually took the role of Jane Foster because she couldn't resist the opportunity of a comic book movie directed by Kenneth Branagh. I did not know Do that. Do you know, you know, Kenneth Branagh, I know Kenneth the Branagh. actor, of course. Yeah. Uh, insanely talented actor and director. Yeah. But mostly known for like Shakespeare. Yeah. Like, yeah. Almost and, like a theater actor. Yeah, yeah. Tons of theater. And even when he did film, he did a lot of Shakespeare live action mm-hmm. remakes and yeah. upgrades and he always starred and directed them mm, i didn't know that so kenneth Branagh directed the first thor film which i thought was really interesting so first movie i enjoyed it it was it was decent it did okay in the box office but really we needed that first introduction to thor to set up the avengers i actually right. think it was the last film to give us our sneak peek at all the major characters and thor plays a big part with that because the villain in avengers is loki right yeah so that's actually plays a huge part to what was the biggest blockbuster and for the mcu at the time right the first avengers did so well yeah it was a game changer it was huge yeah yeah and i think joss whedon directed it if i'm Sounds right. From remembering that, that. That sounds right, but I'm not. 100%. But I love, yep. I love the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. And Thor was a big part of it. We really want to focus more on the Thor independent films, but it's worth noting because Loki was actually the villain right. for the first Avengers film. So there's a big Thor tie in there. Yeah. And yeah. Anything else you kind of want to add about the first film or? No, I did enjoy the first film for sure. Yeah. Uh, much more than the next one. Yes. We're. Which uh, I've kind of burned out of my mind altogether, to be honest <laughs> with you. Even on the recap, I was like, really? I don't even remember that. You if know, I'm so. listening, like if we ever did mm-hmm. a podcast where we rank all the MCU films, mm-hmm. this one is going to be really close to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Thor 2 or called Thor Dark World. Right. Is in 2013. So following Avengers, and it was not good. Uh, Kenneth Branagh did not return to direct. It was Alan Taylor, who nobody would know who, what that name is. Right. But he also directed Terminator Genesis. He did okay. some episodes of Game of Thrones. He's, All right. he's a decent director. All right. But this movie was not good. Right. I think they tried to go a little too dark. Uh, I'll I'll tell you the plot just to refresh your memory. All right. When the dark elves attempt to plunge the universe into darkness, Thor must embark on a perilous and personal journey that will reunite him with Dr. Jane Foster. Okay. That's it. All right. Yeah. It's not good. I know she gets start. She gets stuck in the dark world. I do remember that. There's something about Loki and the frost giants because he was a frost giant. Right. He found, we find out he's adopted. He's adopted, which yeah. makes sense because he looks nothing like his yeah. giant. It's like a twin situation. Yeah, totally. He doesn't look anything like Chris Hemsworth. There's a lot of jealousy in there. Yeah. And it makes sense because he's uh, technically a frost giant and was adopted by Odin when Odin had defeated the thought frost giants right so chris hemsworth uh actually grew out his ha- hair mm-hmm. for this role he actually wore a wig for two for the first thor movie okay all right yeah because in the comics thor has luscious golden oh yeah 
beautiful locks. Gotta have the hair. Like Vidal Sassoon level hair. He's using some good moose. I also read something really uh, funny that in this movie, there's a massive height difference between Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth. Okay. I think he's like 6'4", 6'5". Like he is. He's big. Besides being jacked to play Thor, he's just naturally tall. Right. And she's only about five foot four or even mm. less than that. So they actually had to do like a build a box. Okay. Or a, and then later a ramp for some close up kissing scenes mm-hmm. because the of the huge height difference. That yeah, makes sense. The other yeah. cool thing I remember reading about this film was that Addie Jenkins was actually officially signed to direct it. You might know that name because she eventually went on to direct the first wonder woman movie okay which killed yeah she did a great job and i guess natalie portman was super pissed off because she backed out due to creative differences Mm. which i don't blame her for because thor dark world is bad it's not good so maybe her thor dark world would have been way better Mm -hmm. yeah maybe yeah right good point considering like now i heard the Wonder Woman sequel is horrible, and I've never watched it, actually. I haven't seen it either. I heard it was Um, bad. And only because I heard it was bad. Mm -hmm. But Patty Jenkins did an amazing job directing the first Wonder Woman movie in 2017. But Natalie Portman was so pissed off, they basically she basically said, if you don't keep Patty Jenkins, I'm going to walk. Yeah. And she couldn't because of her contract. Gotcha. So they kind of had her by the short and curly. Gotcha. <laughs> the other cool that'll thing, happen. <laughs> the other cool thing I read was Mads Mickelson, uh, who you might remember as uh, Jane Urso's father in Rogue One on this on the TV series Hannibal. Okay, uh, yeah, the yeah, bad yeah. guy from Casino Royale. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was actually scheduled to be the bad guy in Thor: Dark World. Hmm. which I thought would have been super cool yeah. and maybe made the film a little bit better, mm-hmm. but he couldn't because of his commitment to Hannibal. But then he was, he would become part of the MCU and Dr. Strange. He was actually in the first Dr. Strange movie as one of the bad guys. Yeah. Insanely talented actor. He's an awesome. actor. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he is really good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't really like Thor dark world. The budget was 170 million. It actually made more money than the first movie, but I think that's a tape like coming off of Avengers. Yeah. The next totally. MCU film is going to make money, right? Yeah. So domestically it did 206 million mm-hmm. and worldwide 644. Mm-hmm. That is impressive considering how this movie is. But yeah. Coming but you're off right. Of coming Avengers, off Avengers, people are going to see it. It's going to make money. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. People just are not going to see it twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll see it once. And that's it. That's it. You know, Avengers, I'll go see a couple times. Oh, I saw yeah. it, yeah. I think, three times in the theater. Yeah. 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 It was so yeah, good. Dark World, once. Movie shit. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get some dinner. So I think everyone wanted to forget that Thor Dark World happened because it took another four years for a, 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 another Thor movie. But in between that, we had his appearance in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. not probably my least favorite Avengers film. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Age of Ultron. Because the uh, Endgame, Infinity War, and the first Avengers movie are way better. Yeah. yeah. So it's my least favorite Avengers film. I don't think Thor had a huge part. I mean, obviously, he's an Avenger, so he's in it. But it, he didn't have anything to do in Age of Ultron where I... It even stuck out in my mind. It was really more about Tony Stark, uh, Iron Man, mm. Cap, and then introducing Scarlet Witch and her brother and James Spader doing the the Ultron and yeah. all that. I, I never really, I know Thor's in it, but I don't think there's anything memorable. Yeah, his role wasn't massive. Yeah. He wasn't fighting Loki like in the first one. Yeah. 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 So then we get just a smidge of a cameo. I think it's in the bonus scene or there's some, he makes an appearance in Dr. Strange in 2016. Okay. I think it was to set up Thor Ragnarok. All right. And then we do get a new Thor movie, which completely to quote dumb and dumber. (laughs) He went ahead and completely redeemed yourself. Yeah. Because it was 
awesome. Ragnarok was great. There's nothing you can say about Ragnarok. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was perfect. It's in 2017. Mm-hmm. So the the fir- the next MCU film after Doctor Strange in 2016. Mm-hmm. Budget 180 million. It did it's the highest grossing Thor film so far. Uh 315 million domestic, 853 million worldwide. So yeah. the most successful Thor film and brought in a brand new director. I like how there's uh, not the same director yeah. for, you know, the first one, man, Kenneth Branagh, I'm out. Yeah. Alan Taylor. Nope. That sucks. Yeah. All right. Who, who we got? And yeah. they brought in Taika Waititi. Yeah. Now he absolutely just rejuvenated the franchise. Yeah, for sure. Brought in humor. It was colorful. It was mm. fun. The music he yeah. had Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. like just amazing yeah. i can't say awesome one new characters thing. yeah yeah oh yeah we had kate blanchett yeah as hella mm-hmm. jeff goldblum as the grandmaster yeah there's a huge like almost like a buddy cop thing going on with mark ruffalo yeah and bruce banner and gladiator hulk yeah that that whole storyline was amazing mm-hmm. and we got our first introduction to the valkyrie as well valkyrie yeah yeah who's played by tessa thompson mm-hmm. and korg Korg and Meek, who is Korg is voiced by the director Taika Waititi. Yeah. And yeah, Korg's buddy Meek. Yeah. But I really loved Ragnarok. Like, how does he get on Ragnarok? He's on, is it the Biofrost? Imprisoned on the planet Sakaar. Right. And Thor must race against time to return to Asgard to stop the Ragnarok, which is basically like Ella is, she was banished. And then some, I remember somebody opened something Yeah. and then she was able to get out of whatever was imprisoning her. Yeah. And she is their sister of Loki and Thor, but she's basically going to destroy the world. Right. Yeah. And that was called the Ragnarok was the destruction of the right. world. Okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But how did he end up where he was, where, where he met Hulk and everything that was, oh. was that through the bio? The Bifrost? The Bifrost, and there was an issue with the Bifrost, and he got sent off in an alternative universe. You're right. He kind of bounced. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He pinballed, and yeah. he bounced into that world. Yeah. Yeah, you're 100% That's what right okay, about yeah. that. Yeah. I think he tried to escape Hela, and then she broke the Bifrost. So it, he mm-hmm. was mid-transporting, like and then he ended up at that planet. Right. Yeah. And the whole thing with Hulk, yeah, it was so funny. So funny. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, the, also... The best scenes of them playing off each other. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. And again, this whole movie was funny, and the and you get that... You finally get that comedy timing from Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. It's highlighting how funny he is. Even at the beginning, when he was, like, chained up. Yeah, he's going around in circles. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of that? Sultar or... The 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 beast that was yeah I'm, I don't him. yeah I know and he's yeah. like oh hold yeah, on yeah, and yeah. he's all chained on he's waiting for him to make a, another three sixty so yeah. he can look at him yeah it was just funny like so funny and and such good mm-hmm. sarcasm right it was really good when we're going back to that planet where Thor is uh, has to face off in a gladiator arena against Hulk mm-hmm. there was a line that said he's a friend from work right right yeah which was a huge hit they used it in the trailer yeah i didn't know this but apparently it was suggested by a make-a-wish child okay who was visiting the set that was his wish was to be on set okay for the filming of a thor film and he suggested that line that's hilarious and they kept it and it became one of the funniest yeah lines like i know him yeah yeah that's funny <laughs> yeah right, nice. so i thought that was really cool yeah taika watiti said in an interview with mtv news that he i would say that improvised probably 80 percent of the film okay or ad-libbed and then threw in stuff okay 80 percent. would you think like when you think about some of the scenes especially like when Hulk and, and Thor are escaping yeah, and Hulk doesn't really banner doesn't know what happened. Right. And he says, Oh yeah, we were in an arena and we had to fight each other. Yeah. Well, who won? I did. I did. Uh, it was 
quite easily. Yeah, actually. that doesn't that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that being yeah. improvised. Like that was really really funny. Yeah. yeah. So I like that style because I think then you get some great humor rather than just having what's on the page in the script. Right. Also, something that really struck me in Thor Ragnarok was at the beginning where Loki is being entertained by actors Mm -hmm. and there's an insanely funny cameo. It's Matt Damon playing Loki as the actor. Mm -hmm. And then it's Liam Hemsworth and Chris Hemsworth, older brother, Luke Hemsworth and playing Thor. Right. And Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Yeah. He was playing playing Odin. Odin. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole scene was, was great. Yeah. And the cameos, especially Matt Damon. Wasn't that when o- when Loki was pretending to be Odin? Correct. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Loki yeah. was being was pretending to be Odin. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That whole scene was absolutely hilarious. And they actually brought all three of them back to do that in Love and Thunder. Yeah. I thought that was extremely clever mm-hmm. and funny. And I know that we sh- on love and thunder quite a bit in our review a little bit a little bit that's a highlight to me that's yeah. that's something a positive yeah. from thor love and thunder it was an amazing three minutes <laughs> <laughs> also for hella it was uh academy award winner clate uh, kate blanchett right uh somebody else that was up for the role but didn't get it was Charlize theron hmm. i think that would have worked yeah i could see that too i could see that because she yeah. could play that stone cold yeah she could do it right that she went on to Fast and the Furious. Stuff. That was horrible. Yeah, which is, that was a horrible choice. Yeah, yeah. Garbage. This is also the movie where Thor cuts his hair, right? And Stan Lee's cameo mm-hmm. uh, is the one that cuts his hair, right? And this is also the movie where Thor loses his eye, right? Also, Molnir is destroyed, right? Yeah. Like, there's so much that goes on in this movie, yeah, from the Thor world mm-hmm. that it's pretty incredible, right? And then it's basically. By the end, he doesn't need Molnir. He can he can uh, capture the power of of Thor yeah. without it. Yeah, within himself. Yeah, you've been relying on this thing forever. Yeah, but you didn't need it after all. The to, the power is, was in you the whole time. Power is inside you. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Go. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's like almost every movie. <laughs> yeah. There's like, you don't need that crutch, you know? Right. To, gotcha. The power is within you the whole time. All right. Anyway. So that was uh, how he defeated right. Hella at yeah. the end. But yeah, Molnir's gone. It was a good Hallmark moment when he realized that the power's inside me. <laughs> I don't need my hammer. My big, huge, powerful hammer my big just hammer. gets in the way. It's really, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't need it anymore. Actually, I have it all inside me. You know, what's really funny is I forgot to mention this uh, at the beginning of the podcast that Molnir mm. is actually when it's when it's actually translated. Yeah. Molnir is an ancient Norse word. Mm-hmm. And if you actually translate it, it means grinder grinder. That seems about what right. you got to with your hammer. You know, all right. it's also a very popular dating site for men. <laughs> I don't know. We're not- looking for a man. Dude. <laughs> anybody do any research when they're doing this <laughs> did you know molnir means grinder yeah well there's a lot of jokes there yeah, <laughs> yeah should have thought about that before we filmed this puppy uh so anyway there there's a lot going on hella actually destroys molnir within the right at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. and then destroys the, the bifrost right and yeah he gets his eye taken out yeah. like it, it, it shot off to that wherever he was i don't even know yeah where, where whatever was. the sakar yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I called it Ragnarok. I don't know why, but it's not. No, Ragnarok but, is no. the the end of the world. Right. Yeah. I call it cigar, 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 cigar. Ragnarok. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. So, anyways, yeah. it was uh, insanely enjoyable. My favorite Thor film. Yeah, by far, everyone's favorite Thor film. And Gotta it be. was the the music, cinematography, mm-hmm. all the casting. I loved it. It's my favorite Thor film. Right. I know we're going to rank them at the end of the, but uh, that's yeah. that's my favorite Thor film. Yeah. And of course, we have Infinity War and Avengers Endgame back to back. And they are so good. Right. And Thor is a huge part of it. So 
of course he has to get his he gets his eye back mm-hmm. which i actually think is in end game but infinity war is where molnir is destroyed right and he makes stormbreaker right which is his new his his axe his new axe yeah just made from a dying star by peter dinklage mm-hmm. and <laughs> who's a giant but yeah. also a dwarf yeah and and made stormbreaker so this is infinity war gives us that it gives us uh, an introduction to thor's uh new weapon mm-hmm. if you will since we're talking all about right. thor in this one right and then in Endgame, we have to talk about thor because the drastic like fat dude thor right yeah to me so funny was hilarious yeah and the whole scenes with him and Korg on, and on new, new Asgard new master. Yeah. Yeah. Asgard is destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah. We yeah. forgot to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Destroyed so, Asgard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Asgard is gone. Yeah. So they started new Asgard on earth. Right. And Valkyrie is the king of new Asgard. Right. And Thor is depressed there. He, he snapped half the, half the world disappeared. Yeah. So Thor is depressed. He mm-hmm. is he is drinking. He's yeah eating, <laughs> and we get fat dude Thor right, and it's basically like the Big Lebowski, but he's also <laughs> there's just so he grows out his beard and his hair and yeah. he wears sunglasses and he's just it's it's such yeah. a something I didn't expect when going into Endgame. Yeah, added a lot of comedy. Yeah, yeah. even when he came to the Avengers actual facility, it was yeah. still he was still that guy lebowski thor yeah right which is so funny yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then i and then of course you know towards the end he su- he summons he gets the suit on he's still mm. he's still dude thor but yeah. and hasn't lost the weight yet. he does that in the beginning of love and thunder right but it was just funny the whole korg and the uh hey thor <laughs> yeah yeah kids back <laughs> he called me a dickhead yeah yeah i I love when he screams at the guy through the the headset. Of, right, uh, I'll fly over there. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny. Yeah, I no, just, it was I just yeah, it. it added so much more comedy to it. Yeah, and then even some of the lines that even like Tony Stark said to him and stuff. Right. Yeah, Tony Stark called him Lebowski. Did he? Yeah, at one oh, point. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I remember that. I think he was walking past them when they were going to try the Infinity Gauntlet. Gotcha. And he was walking past me and goes, "What? Watch out, Lebowski!" <laughs> yeah, I think that was Which Tony. Is perfect. I think that was Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think so, surprise yeah. me. Yeah. Also, in Endgame, Thor is actually the character who kills Thanos. Yeah, they yeah. cut off his head in yeah. the beginning part of Endgame, where they go to visit Thanos in the garden, if mm-hmm. you will. Right. Where he's laid back vacationing mm-hmm. Thanos. Yeah, he's just making stew. Making some stew. Yeah. He's picking some herbs. Yeah, he's just minding his own business after annihilating half the world, mm. and it's actually Thor because I think that was a part of the fat dude Thor thing too. There's a lot of regret that I sh- wasn't that one of the quotes. I should have gone for the head. That was a ma- a massive quote from Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, probably. And Jane Foster also was part of the snap, wasn't she? Was she not? Oh, I, th- I believe you're right. Yeah. So that's another thing he was led depressed to his about. Depression. Yeah. 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 And so he felt guilty that he should have gone for the head mm-hmm. in Infinity War. So that comes back and he actually uses Stormbreaker and cuts Thanos's head off mm-hmm. before they, of course, have to go back in time and face him again. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There if you're you go. one of the two people on the planet who've never seen Endgame. Yeah. Uh, but Thanos, or sorry, Thor is the one who kills Thanos. Right. So that's a huge thing for the character. Mm-hmm. He got what he wanted, and then, of course, was a huge part of the ending uh, where the massive battle to actually win end game, if you will. Right. So that was back in 2018 and 19, Infinity War and Endgame. And then we get our next and fourth film in the solo Thor franchise, which just came in theaters at time of recording this 20 days ago mm-hmm. on July 6th. It opened. And at this point, it's at 600 million worldwide. So I don't think it'll beat Ragnarok Mm -hmm. and probably with good cause. Yeah. So Thor Love and Thunder, uh, same director, Taika Waititi comes back. He's voicing Korg. Yeah. We do go into this in our movie review. So if you want to check out 
K-Dog and Fish on YouTube. Check out our honest movie review of Thor Love and Thunder. But this is part of this podcast. We should, for those of you who haven't seen the YouTube show yet, we should talk about this film at least briefly. Sure. And it was not as good as Ragnarok. I did not enjoy it at all. There were a lot of problems. I was with, bored in the movie. It was it was boring. It was a boring movie. I was very yeah. bored. I was bored in this movie. Yeah. And I feel like one of the things that bothered me the most was there was the the humor was still there, mm-hmm. but it was directed at a self-deprecating level and Thor being kind of a dumb idiot. Yeah. Where all of his jokes in Ragnarok were him giving other people biting remarks. Like right. Really yeah. great sarcasm. Great sarcasm. Yeah. He's burning yeah. people. Yeah. And it was funny and he was smart. And it just that didn't come off mm-hmm. in Thor Love and Thunder. Right. So this time in the Thor franchise, it is now after Endgame, he's kind of lost. He hasn't uh seen Jane Foster. Yeah. He decides, though, he's going to get back in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he's actually on the road with the Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. helping them assist in helping others right. who are in distress. And he's he's doing his Thor thing. He got Chris Hemsworth got insanely jacked for this movie that he did. Yeah. Like yeah. way bigger yeah. than ever before, especially in the arms area. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying and I, I I'm a married man yeah <laughs> but you can appreciate that he is just insanely yeah he jacked it up pretty jacked good. it up yeah he's 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 got looks like arnold do you know what i think it would sell and we mm. talked about this on a live show yeah. is a scented candle yes that <laughs> chris called thor's hammer yeah and it's a chris hemsworth thor scented candle i think yeah. we could sell those we talked about it on the show yeah. but we talked about it differently <laughs> So that wasn't exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> I'm kind of paraphrasing. But let's just say they'd both sell. They would know? sell. Yeah. I think it would sell. Other one for different reasons. Yeah. But regardless, that's not neither here nor there. I think it would sell. Yeah. Anyway, he got insanely jacked. The whole plot is Jane is sick. Mm-hmm. She has cancer. Mm-hmm. And she's dying. And the only way she thinks that she can save herself is Molnir. Right. I don't know. Like, obviously, she looked it up in that book, and it said yeah. it would bring you good health or whatever and stamina and all mm. that. But Molnir was destroyed by Hela. Right. So she goes to New Asgard, and all the pieces are kind of like in that dome or yeah. whatever. They all form back together. Yeah, they're calling to her. Yeah, they call to her. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is that you never get to see her transition into becoming a, a mighty Thor. Mm-hmm. And that to me was should have been in the movie. Totally. Just say, yeah. Why wouldn't you have that in there? (laughs) And then there's a new bad guy and Thor leaves the guardians of the galaxy to go take on Gore, the God butcher, right? Who is played by insanely talented actor, Christian Bale. Mm -hmm. And I think he was too talented to be playing this role. Yeah. And then the craziest thing was, is that, he becomes Gore the God Butcher, and there's all these gods being butchered. Yeah. But you never see you never see you it. never see a, a god being butchered. Yeah. Like, how did he butcher them? That would have been cool to watch. You like, know, just like a couple. Give yeah. me one. Yeah, like with his sword. Yeah, did with he, the necro sword. Did he poison them? <laughs> I think he's killing them with the sword. You but. know, did he, you know, like was there a little bit was Lure it a, them into a trap? Yeah, was it yeah, did he just, you know, throw like <laughs> dig a hole with some sticks pointing out of there? You know, and How they, are you doing predators? Yeah, and they just fell through. Like, what what, what happened? You know, like <laughs> come on, you know. Lots of predators. Like what wow, they're just all dead? You know? Give us a little bit of blood and gore but it was off screen right so if you're gonna set up how badass this villain is give us a couple of the the killings they they didn't give us that come on we're bloodthirsty here so i thought (laughs) i thought that was a little it's robbed us of some some context yeah yeah anyway he didn't it seemed like he was this really mean yeah mean villain but he didn't seem that bad and then at the end it it was like "Eh, eh, i choose love over all right yeah. All over death. Well, then you're not really that bad, are you? Yeah. You're obviously not the butcher, you know? <laughs> you're te- you're te- you know? Yeah. Yeah. With a name like that. You yeah. Know? Come on. 
Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Get a tan. Valkyrie's still there. Korg and Meek, and mm-hmm. they're all trying to help Jane Foster fight right. Gore the God Butcher. And that he has kidnapped all the children, like the Pied Piper. Right. Yeah. Kidnapped all of New Asgard's kids. Right. In order to get Stormbreaker. Yeah. Cause he wants to lure Thor. Cause he knows Correct. Thor is going to come to yeah. save the children. And you need Stormbreaker so you can, what is he open doing? That open portal the portal to eternity. To eternity. Yeah. Where you'll be God Butcher on, you can on wish, a throne. And you can you just wish be, all the God. You get a wish. Yeah. yeah. When you get into eternity. Yeah. So he could wish all the gods dead yeah. instead of going around killing them all yeah. like off screen. Off screen. Yeah. <laughs> Just save time. But somehow Let's be more efficient. I like how this guy who's become Gore the God Butcher, who is mm. nobody before that he was dying. Right. Peasant, if right. you will. Yeah. Somehow knows that Stormbreaker would be able to use the Bifrost mm-hmm. to open the portal to eternity. Where he learned that, or where that would possibly be known by. I'm pretty sure it's common knowledge out there. <laughs> so, is it though? Everybody knows that. Like, even the kids knew that. You know? Like, Speaking of the kids, yeah. We get that one of them is a kid of Heimdall. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Heimdall. Yeah. But that is the equally sexy yeah. Idris Elba who nails it. Nails it as Heimdall mm. in all the Thorn films. Thor films, he could open the Bifrost. Mm-hmm. Basically, was also he could see where people were and, and communicate with them. Right, and he's crazy yellow eyes. Yeah, so we get to see him in Valhalla. Right, uh, and he's got like curls. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was weird. He's just enjoying his time, uh, getting perms. He got a perm. He's got a perm. He's just having a good time. But the son of he's on a juice Heimdall, diet, he's on you know? a juice diet. Yeah, just enjoying himself. The son of Heimdall is one of the kids that is being kidnapped by Gore the God Butcher. So that gives Thor access to communicate with them. Right. Conveniently. Conveniently. Yeah. (laughs) That that works out. Yeah. There's a part, and I guess we should have said spoiler alert, but Mm. if you haven't seen it, it's been out for 20 days now. Yeah. So he gets, he somehow was able to give the kids his powers to then help him defeat Gore the God Butcher, but he wasn't able to do that before, but then Jane got her powers through Molnir. Right. Okay. So if he's able to transfer his powers, right? Why haven't you done that before? Why didn't you do it for the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy? When but he didn't even have Stormbreaker. He had Zeus's. He had Zeus's thing. We didn't yeah, even talk Thunderbolt. about that yet. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like it's just all right, whatever. So talk you about know? you talk about your your biggest problem with Thor: Love and Thunder was the zeus and the thunderbolt so talk about that for a second i just didn't like when they introduced the zeus character when they went to the you know impotent city and Uh, omnipotent yeah and then where all the gods were all conveniently hanging out yeah which would have been much easier for god the butcher to just go there yeah but he just didn't have the time no um but anyways yeah and then so they met zeus who was running impotent city and uh, omnipotence yeah and then <laughs> you met him and he sounded like the greek like you said the greek grandfather from my, <laughs> my big, big fat, fat greek, greek wedding greek. and he's i i wanted to see like a cool like you know yeah. zeus like a god like he's yeah. your god not you know yeah yeah i, just, I suggested I, on the I youtube show i think arnold schwarzenegger yeah as an old arnold schwarzenegger gray yeah. hair gray beard jacked yeah in his 70s mm-hmm. Would have made a better Zeus. I just don't. I, and it was just comedy. He was just like, yeah, a joking around. Say like, the word orgy. Yeah, it was like yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. You know, <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. You know, or Jerry Lewis. Sorry, <laughs> which one was? He's not playing a piano. Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis. Yeah, Jerry Lewis, not Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis. Jerry gotcha. Lewis, not Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis played a piano. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry yeah. Lewis yeah. was the telephone. Was the telephone guy, guy yeah. but he was funny. Yeah, you know, he's funny. He funny. He was a nutty professor, right? That's right. Yeah, that's what they were going for. I uh, got gotcha. Yeah, they said, yeah. you know, take my, uh, my, my big fat Greek wedding and jam in the nutty Jerry professor, Lewis. and yeah. then talk like an asshole. And they're like, perfect, got it. Russell, can you do that? Done. I'm gladiator. I'm Maximus. I can do anything. I actually think Taika Waititi would be too scared to tell Russell Crowe he can't do that accent. Yeah, he probably didn't want that. So he's probably like they were starting to have a meeting. Yeah. Right. And it's like, Russell, listen, yeah. I know you want to do it with a Greek accent. Yeah. 
it's not really working. Mm-hmm. And Russell says, excuse me. And he yeah. pulls out his Oscar. Yeah. He slams it on Taika Watiti's desk. Yeah. And he goes, do you have any other notes for me? Yeah. And Taika's like, okay, good All point. Right. And the meeting's over and he does the stupid accent. Right. I think he also mentioned that Zeus was going to come in in uh, very good shape, uh, very well tanned <laughs> and looking very dominating. And Russell Crowe went in another direction. Yeah. Yeah, he, he just went said, to Arby's. He goes, I'm going to go this way. <laughs> Have you heard of the beef and cheddar? It's a new thing. They're two for five dollars. We just pass up on. They just opened one in Sydney. I didn't even know it was here. <laughs> it's so good. And they got these curly fries. Yeah. You know, and they got like a seasoning on it. Cheese. You can put cheese. Oh, on. What do you want me to do, man? I can't say no to that. <laughs> you know? All right. So we did have a, a few problems with the storyline. Some of the like some of the choices there are the whole some, Zeus stuff was just dumb there. And, and the then the fact that the Thunderbolt. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. You would need that. Or how would you be able to transfer your powers to those kids? Yeah. With Zeus's Thunderbolt yeah. instead of having Stormbreaker or Molnir. Right. That made no sense to me. Yeah. But yeah. regardless. And you didn't kill Zeus anyways, even though you hit him. Yeah. With his yeah. own Thunderbolt. Well, I guess he's because he's a god, right? But yeah. We find out in a bonus scene, again, spoiler, that Hercules, mm-hmm. the son of Zeus in actual Greek mythology, yeah. is going to be coming after Thor for taking his dad's light uh, thunderbolt. Right. And that's going to be awesome, though, because it's being played by Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. Yeah, I do think that's kind of weird, though, because when, when I think of Hercules... I think a long flowing hair and everything. Like also I think, super, super Jack. Yeah. Like I'm thinking I mean, he's in good shape. Yeah. The yeah. guy from Ted Lasso, but he's not, Yeah, you know, the rock. Maybe I'm just thinking of the Disney animated series <laughs> with the hair, with the hair. <laughs> yeah. His hair no, was more I think Hercules. His hair was hair. more orange, wasn't it? Yeah. But Hercules had long yeah. hair and yeah. in a lot. Anyways, they killed Zeus, but they didn't yeah. kill Zeus. They took his thunderbolt. They flew off on the Bifrost with their stupid the goats. goats pulling their stupid boat. That was yeah. a bar in new Asgard, no, which is it, now it did ride. Oh, it's a ride. Yeah. Cause, for, cause yeah. new Asgard's now a tourist. It's now a tourist at Disneyland, yeah. you know, and now they flew off and they went after God, the butcher and they, found them and it was all black and white it was super dark and then yeah. we're gonna give the kids the powers and then the power kids are gonna pick up rocks and they're gonna yeah. use them as weapons to kill the little monsters and then i'm gonna <laughs> shadow monsters. yeah and then the stupid god the butcher and i are gonna have that discussion and we're gonna realize that we're on the same page and yeah. then both our mothers are named martha and the movie's gonna end <laughs> <laughs> to to yeah. quote our Batman and there you go it's over way to go and let's get out of here he bring, he uses his wish not to kill all the gods but right. to bring his daughter back to life right who then thor now has to raise which is also just weird <laughs> because <laughs> at some point you know yeah. that kid's gonna be messed up you and know that gives us the title because she, her name is love yeah so that's the yeah. love and thunder yeah now you're just stuck with this kid also at uh, what point down the road does he go this ain't my kid <laughs> you know that's gonna be another movie but where i he's guess just he like, did sort of talk about the fact that thor wanted a family and yeah. be a dad so i mean i don't know it, yeah it's okay so it's you took not, the kid from the the weird albino god butcher you thought yeah. that's the kid you want now you couldn't in, find another one in new asgard that you could just be i'm gonna take your kid a I'm, lot of kids i'm thor your kid's gonna come live with me trust me they'd rather live with me than you i'm thor Trust me. Trust me. You're an accountant. Your wife works at the bakery. I'm Thor. Your kid wants to live with me. Let's go. Come on. We're going to go jump on the ship with the raccoon and we're going to go save right? some people. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the screaming goats back. Right. Now, in real life, mm-hmm. I will say it's cool. That is his daughter mm-hmm. in real life, yeah. which I thought was cool. Yeah. I don't and they care. actually, I know you, I, I, I like stuff like that. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> So overall, Thor, Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. not good. No. It's okay. There are some funny moments. I love the Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, splits. Yeah. I love the a couple of the funny lines. I think that a couple of the great jokes could have been not pushed so much, like yeah, the Stormbreaker jealousy bit. Too much campy humor, I think. Just too much. It just wasn't as good as Ragnarok, but mm-hmm. it's still 
Marvel. I'm a huge Marvel fan. Yeah. It's okay. I'll never watch it again. On our YouTube show, we gave it a spicy meatball rating. I give it a two out of five. You gave it a one out of five. Now, Mm -hmm. like, honestly, maybe I'll watch it again just casually. I don't think I could ever go past a 2.5. It's just not. There's too many, too much more I wanted out of it that Mm -hmm. I didn't get. I found it incredibly boring and annoying. So there you go. I have no desire to watch this movie again because of the screaming goats and the stupid humor. <laughs> and and every time I see Russell Crowe now, all I'm going to think about is him. With the grapes. Yeah. With the wine. Selling the grapes. <laughs> selling Greek yogurt on yeah. commercials. He has uh, one, yeah. of, one of those Canadian franchises, Osmos. Osmos, yeah. He's yeah, just, he owns an Osmos. Yeah. I cut the beat. I put it. Hey, it's on. Lamb? Hey. You want lamb? You want lamb? lamb. Okay. Okay. So. I did want to say that I did love the soundtrack and that's something Taika Waititi does really well. Yeah. He did a great in Ragnarok and the choice of doing all guns and roses for all the big battle scenes and right. major guns and roses songs were all featured. Mm-hmm. I did like that. You so, can also go on uh, iTunes and download the appetite for destruction. <laughs> just listen to it. Guns and roses album Got it. and get the same thing out of it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that is our thoughts on Thor uh, Love and Thunder. Mm. Not great. Before we end this podcast, hey dog, rank your favorite Thor films. Ragnarok, one, of course. Okay. First Thor, second. Okay. What was it called again? Thor something. Thor. Thor, the first yeah. one? Yeah. It was just, just called Thor. Was it just called Thor? Yeah. Okay. And then I don't know the other two. I don't even know. Which one is yeah. worse? <sighs> I honestly think love and thunder's worse wow so you're going dark world love and thunder i think so i think so interesting i just hated i hated the christian bale character in love and thunder yeah i didn't buy him as a villain and i just i mean he's such a good actor well he's such a good actor but i just didn't buy the whole i didn't uh, no i didn't like it no i'm gonna go that's where i'm going i'm doing that i i I don't keep bitching on this movie okay you know it's not fair helmsworth is he's a great guy i really appreciate everything he does (laughs) i don't want to just shit on him anymore all right so i'm gonna rank them i'm gonna go ragnarok number one Mm -hmm. first thor number two Mm -hmm. i am gonna say love and thunder Mm -hmm. three with dark world last all right i cannot in good conscience, as much as I didn't like Love and Thunder, yeah. I hated Dark World. Yeah. To the point where I think I fell asleep. Well, I'm not I'm not arguing, you know. <laughs> I, I completely forgot what Dark World was even about. So bad. But even though I completely burned it out of my memory and I don't yeah. remember it, I do remember Love and Thunder, and I remember that I fing hate it. <laughs> there you go. You heard it yeah. straight from K Dog. So so that is our Thor podcast. We talked about all Thor's appearances, especially his four the, uh, solo films and ranking them. Before we move on from this podcast, I do want to say I'm excited about the next Chris Hemsworth project. He did do stuff in between all these Thor films mm-hmm. and Avenger films, including the remake of Red Dawn. We had the brand new is Spiderhead. I haven't seen that one. It's on Netflix. It's right, supposed I haven't seen to be it either. Yeah. Good. There's also a Netflix one where he was like rescuing. Yeah, I remember the one. I haven't that seen that was one really good. I actually really, and they're doing a sequel to it. Okay. He but, was also insanely funny. One of role that he did get nominated uh, best supporting actor, I believe, for this <laughs> in We're the Millers. What, is, what did he do in We're the Millers? Did he not play the husband? Oh my god! No, not where the Millers. Sorry, no, that's vacation. Not, that's vacation. Vacation. I thought where the Millers. You're, yeah, vacation. Yeah, you're yeah. totally in vacation. In vacation. Well, I was, was why did I say so where the Millers? Funny. Oh, I was, sorry, I'm mixing up where the Millers. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Vacation. The, the Ed Helms. Yeah. Version. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You're right. She. Yeah, he was nominated for it because yeah. it was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Remember he was feeding the cow the ribs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. How did I mix up where the Millers and vacation? extraction i messed that one up yeah i'm like when you said we're the millers i'm yeah. like i don't remember chris hemsworth because i got we're the, we're the millers in my head because it was on last year yesterday and i was watching a bit of it gotcha yeah we're the millers is so funny so funny but that vacation is so underrated and actually too. the absolute piece of garbage horse mm. disgustingly bad ghostbusters remake mm-hmm. he was funny in it but the thing that i'm super excited about mm. outside of him playing thor uh which he's incredibly good at mm-hmm is he is doing a hulk hogan biopic oh that's right you're talking about that yeah i can't wait mm-hmm. 
I mean, Hulk Hogan is taller, but you can like he is literally he's a giant. Like well, you're not gonna find someone else to play. Chris Hemsworth you know? is perfect. Yeah. So yeah, he's gonna have to tone down on the definition and go more bulk yeah. on the muscle. Yeah. But he I could just see him with the with the red bandana and the and the mustache. Mm-hmm. And the, hey brother. Yeah. I could just I can't wait. It'll be good. I think it'll be funny. Yeah. I think it'll be awesome. Do you know Hulk Hogan's real name? Terry Instead something? It, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Terry Bolia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Yeah, Terry go. Bolia, Hulk yeah. Hogan. So Chris Hemsworth. Good job. Good, good job. job. You, got, you got half you. of it right. You got half. You got Terry. Yeah. So Chris Hemsworth is going to play Hulk Hogan, Terry Bolia in a mm. biopic. And that to me is amazing. Mm-hmm. But to end this podcast, to be fair, I don't think anyone else could ever play Thor. He did. He's such a good Thor. Yeah. Regardless of how good the movies are, mm-hmm. he is the perfect Thor and the theme to this week's podcast. Correct. All right. All right. We're done. So Let's get out of here. Do podcasts every single Wednesday. So make sure you catch the next one. Mm-hmm. They're available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course our website. Uh, also on our website for anything Funko related, check out kdogandfish.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on social media. For more great content, especially TikTok, Instagram, we do fun live shows as well. So follow at Fish on all social. That's it. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week for another brand new Fish podcast. I'm mm-hmm. Fish. K-Dog. We'll see you again soon. Peace.